Welcome to the Uno Mas podcast. I'm your host, Whitney Kay, daughter of Christ, wife, mom, brand, and social media specialist, strategist, and coach. I invite you to join thousands of other listeners and me each week in elevating your brand, business, and life. With a foundation of faith, I help you create an irresistible brand and a voice to be heard, leveraging social media in the online space to impact individuals, build and scale communities, and develop simple strategies for a thriving and profitable online business. The Uno Mas podcast is here to inspire you to dream, think, and do big. Talking all things faith, family, life, business, and the in-between. Stop feeling overwhelmed, confused, and stuck at a standstill and start feeling confident, productive, and fueled with purpose in your life and business again. In today's episode, I sit down and chat with Dr. Danielle Dowling, doctor of psychology, life coach, and founder of Hello Joy. We dive deep today in the understanding of our overall mindset and the power of our own beliefs. Dr. Dowling explains how the quality of our mindset will determine if we are attracting abundance or the lack thereof. What you're going to learn in today's episode is how to understand the belief mindset how to understand how life circumstances can actually shape today's belief systems and steps you can take for more abundant thinking. Let's go ahead and dive right in. We've been trying for some time now to like catch some time to actually sit down and have this conversation, but it's here. It's finally here. Um, one of the things that I love asking all of my guests is what is one interesting thing about you that most people don't know? And I want something like juicy, like something good, you know, not like I own three cats. So boring with me. I can't even think, um, other than all my I spent my twenties like dancing on tables in New York city. I think like most, 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 uh, 20 year olds do. Um, I lived in Rome for, I did not know that for a year and a half. So that's something that's kind of interesting that actually a lot of people don't know. It was quite a while ago. So I don't, it doesn't come up much in conversation unless Italy comes up or Italian food or, um, I spoke it fluently for a while, but I have just lost my touch. So I'm almost 45 and I lived there when I was 20, 21. Um, What took you there? School. So I studied abroad, um, with a bunch of my girlfriends from college who are still my best friends to today, which is amazing. And, um, we went to school there for about nine months and then we stayed for a couple of months, cause it, it ended during the summer. And so we stayed throughout the rest of the summer and the early fall and then headed back for that second semester. So oh it was my amazing. Gosh, so fun. So yeah, it was, really fun. was the schooling that you went for abroad based on what your profession is today? No, it, well, I, I, 
No, it's not quite the accurate answer. It, was, you know, <laughs> no, you, I mean, no. it all is like sort of inextricably linked, right? Like, so um, I majored in communications and minored in psychology. Uh, so it certainly is related to what I do today. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Well, that, that brings me into what I want to talk about next, because yeah. what you do today is, uh-huh. you know, life coaching, mindset, abundance, all of that stuff. And you really work with people one-on-one on kind of breaking through those barriers so that they can live a more abundant and attractive, um, life, whatever that might look like for them. So I'm curious because I mean, I feel like manifestation is a very popularly used word today. A lot of people are saying manifestation, I'm going to manifest this, but it means different things to different people. So I'm curious, what does that word mean to you? Yes. So manifestation as I see it is focusing my attention in a way that produces a physical or let's say an emotional, uh, outcome or reality manifestation on its own. Most people interpret it as, um, um, want to interpret it. The conversation is around it being a positive manifestation, right? An abundant manifestation. Manifestation on its own is just somewhat neutral. So I can create by default or I can create on purpose and intentionally. So we're always manifesting. We can't help but manifest because whether we're conscious to it or not, we're focused on something. Yes. So manifestation is the sort of the neutral version of it is focusing my attention in a way that will produce a physical and or emotional outcome. Mm -hmm. Then we kind of get into, well, what's the quality of that manifestation? What's the quality of my focus? What's the quality of my outcome? Oh, juicy. I love that because I mean, we, we all know, I mean, maybe not all of us know, but I'm aware that there's just a lot of energy going around and whatever you put your energy into, you end up bringing that right back towards you. So, and like you said, it can go either ways. And I think that's, I'm really glad that you touched on that because a lot of people do focus on the positive manifestation side of things, not really addressing that there is a negative manifestation that you can attract, but it's all about, um, like you said, the quality of it and where are you putting your mindset and, Yes. That's what I saw. You're like, you wanted to say something. Oh, Go well, for it. Yeah. And that it is. Um, and this is, this is a portion of what I teach and what I share with my clients and my community in that it's a skill set that anybody can learn. So happiness and abundance and prosperity, um, are not a, as I see it. And as I've been taught a passive exercise, I very much believe in a loving benevolent universe or whatever you might, whatever term you might want to use for that love, loving benevolent energy, whether that be God or prana or source or whatever it might be. I use universe a lot. So I believe that we have a loving benevolent universe that wants us to succeed and wants us to win and wants us to do well. I believe our inheritance Um, our divine inheritance, if you will, is one of prosperity and abundance and happiness. Yet, because we co-create with universe, because we co-create with source, that inheritance, if you will, of prosperity and feeling good and happiness is not just going to fall on our heads. Because we're, the way I understand it is that we're teammates and we have the, so universe and myself, 
and one are two teammates and we have the greatest teammate of all time, right? Universe. But universe is not going to just give it to us. We have to participate in the creation of realizing what that inheritance is. And that's our, that's our 50%, if you will. Mm. Yes. So, so learning how to manifest abundantly, learning how to mm, masterly focus my attention in a way that will produce the reality that I so desire for myself is a skill set to learn. And once we learn how to do that, it becomes so much easier as I see it for universe to do its part and much more easily and much more efficiently deliver to us the deepest dreams and desires of our heart. Okay. Interesting. Very deep. Very interesting. So I'm curious when we talk about the power of our own beliefs and our thoughts, that leads me into my next question is, you know, do you believe that our own beliefs and mindset when it comes to attracting an abundant lifestyle affects, I would say most all of it? Yes, absolutely. So my mindset, as I see it is, um, I'm talking about mindset and beliefs. Mindset is an established set of beliefs. So it's a collective, if you will. My, the, our overall mindset is made up of this established set of beliefs, attitudes, and perceptions. And um, as we were talking about a few minutes ago, the quality of our beliefs and therefore the quality of our mindset will determine if we are attracting abundance or the lack thereof. So by quality, I mean a high vibration or a low vibration. Am I feeling good feelings the majority of the time? Or am I feeling, and feeling good thoughts, having feeling good thoughts the majority of the time? Or am I in the energy, the focus, um, of upset and maybe regret and frustration. Yes. So as you were saying earlier, we live in a universe that's governed by the law of attraction. And that's what you were pointing to, right? Or the law of creation, however you want to refer to it. And it very lovingly, but firmly states that like attracts like, and we get more of what we're focused on. So what are you focused on? Are you focused on all that feels good for you? All that is good? Um, Are you focused on the daily magic and miracles um, or the lack thereof? And because what you're focused on really matters in this case, because whatever we are focused on and how we feel about it, we will attract its match. Hmm. Therefore, nothing is more important in the game of manifestation of let's refine that in nothing's more important in the game of manifesting abundance. Cause that's what we're talking about. That's what everybody wants. Right. Then feeling good. Yeah. Because the, the dreams and the desires of our heart, as one can imagine are made of this bountiful, high vibrating energy. The, the, I don't know, the the prosperous bank account, the loving, lasting, legendary love affair, the community, like-minded community that just lights you up, the friendship group that you feel so supported and seen by, um, 
the, you know, the promotion, whatever it might be that we all dream of, the health, the body, the physical well-being, all of that, if you were to sort of tap into its energy, to tap into its energy, it'd be high vibrating. It's happy. Yeah. Like if you had to put it all in a mood, it would be in a really good mood, right? The loving, lasting love affair is in a really good mood. The abundant bank account is in a really good mood. The body that you feel really healthy and stable and secure in is in a really good mood. So if I want to be the easy and efficient receiver of that, then I have to really care about how I feel. Mm. You have to put yourself in a good mood. Yes. Yes. All time. Yes. Because what's really attracting is our thoughts. Our thoughts are what create our vibration and therefore our point of attraction and how we feel is a measure of the quality of our thoughts. So we're talking about mindset and beliefs, right? So our mindset is an established set of beliefs, whatever I've acquired up until this point in my life, my mindset, if you want, if you want, if you want that to be a catch-all term, my mindset is what is attracting. So is my mindset one of high vibration or low vibration is my mindset, my collection of beliefs, attitudes, and perceptions, one of an uplifted, happy energy, feeling good, mostly optimistic energy, or is my mindset one of doubt and disbelief and disillusion and disappointment? Yes. So whatever the quality of that mindset is, mm, the dominant vibration of it, the predominant energy of it, yes, is what I am attracting. So I have to really care about how do I feel right now? And how do I feel right now? And how do I feel right now? Because however I feel right now is an indication of how I'm thinking and however I'm thinking is how I'm attracting. I hope this is making sense. Oh my gosh. It it so is. And what's very interesting, which my VIP um, members of my community will get to see because that's our video recording is only accessible to the VIP members of mine, but what they'll get to see is how, what I'm seeing right now is when you are so passionate about what you do, that when you, when you start talking about it, I just have to like mute and let you go. I literally mute my mic, mute my mic and let you go because I can see that you just run with it. But that's, that's you tapping into that energy. Like it literally fuels you and you can see visually what that does to somebody. So yeah. I like it. I'm, I'm all for it. I'm watching. I'm here for it. I am Thank here you. for it. Thank you. I love it. I like to joke around that I've been helping people make these radical, dramatic, transformative changes in their life since I was, since before I was old enough to legally order a glass of Chardonnay. Like it's just, just gives me life. It makes me so happy to do this work. So thank you for acknowledging that and recognizing Mm -hmm. that. It makes just puts a huge smile on my face. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Well, what you were just saying leads me perfectly into my next question, which is, um, can you explain like, through your experience, do you find that, I don't know, like our thoughts lead, how am I trying to word this? Can you explain how life circumstances, that's how I want to word it. Life circumstances, life, you know, just experiences at the end of the day, does that affect, are those blocks that we're dealing with that affect our mindset and affect our thoughts and affect our current beliefs about and feelings with things that we ultimately want, but we can't necessarily connect to because there's all this past stuff that we're still tied to. Am I making sense? A thousand percent. And it's such a 
rich and layered and deep question because you really can come at exploring that from so many different angles. So I'll do my best to answer it. Um, in an efficient way, but also just sort of honoring, um, the question, the energy of the questions. So, um, sometimes I think that we're all just like a bunch of three-year-olds and asking like all of humanity is like basically three years old. And we turn to one another at different points in our life and our life experience and, and say, can you take care of me? It's sort of like one three-year-old turning to another three-year-old and be like, why can't you be responsible for me? Why can't you take care of me? Because we're all, so meaning we're all on this journey of figuring ourselves out. So life is not, as I see it, it's not just about growing up um, physically, but it's also about growing up in your understanding of yourself And everyone, regardless of age, is doing that to some extent. Everyone in some form, shape, or manner doesn't have their shit together, so to speak, right? And just because they're 45 or 55 or 65 or 75 or however old they might be doesn't mean that they have it all. They've grown up in all the ways that is available for them to grow up emotionally and mentally and physically. So that being said... um, we all come when we're all shaped by prior conditioning. We're all shaped by sort of these inherited, um, uh, pre-track, if you will, sets of living, um, uh, an inherited preset track of rules and regulations and how I should be living my life in order to be successful and happy. Yes. But these sort of passed down inherited ways of how I should be happy. They passed down thoughts belief systems and feelings of those that came before us are coming, right? We sort of have to put our filter on, are really coming from just another set of three-year-olds in some way, right? Like maybe they don't have it all figured out. Yes. And and maybe their definition for happiness and success looks a certain way for them. And they perceive most of the time out of well intentions that this should also would also be really good if it was you, my son, my daughter, whomever, my coworker, whatever it might be, this would be a really good set of rules and regulations for you to also receive, to also achieve, um, success and happiness. Yes. So what this ends up doing though, is we end up sort of adopting hmm, the thoughts and the belief systems of the people that came before us that are not truly our own and authentic and in many ways can be toxic. We're toxic to them and are toxic to us. So as young children, we're taught to very often pay more attention to meeting the expectations of family and culture than really exploring our honest and our truest desires. So we're children who grow into adults valuing what we've been told to value. Therefore, pursuing and reaching for essentially the dreams of another person. And then this puts us out of authenticity with ourselves. And when we're out of authenticity with ourselves, we create a series of achievements and accolades that should feel good, but deeply lack satisfaction. And then we go, why am I not happy? You see, so prior conditioning, I hope I'm answering this question Oh, you are. I think this prior can. So if creating and realizing 
and manifesting an abundant reality is based on the energy of my predominant mindset, then I've really got to be thoughtful about what are the quality of my feelings and thoughts and are they authentic to me? So powerful. Yeah. Or am I just, did I just inherit the feelings, thoughts, and belief systems of those that came before me? I love that because because it's almost like I, I have a lot of this in my past. Like I, I was told to go to college and do a certain thing. And I was told to major in a certain thing. And then I decided to break free because I wasn't feeling truly connected to it. However, I, as I got older, there was a lot of that self doubt, like, well, did I do the right thing? And should I have done what I was told to do? But if I did do that, what they wanted me to do, would I have truly been happy? So th- I just had a lot of this self doubt. And I think, that it ultimately comes down to what you just said. Are you truly being authentically you and what you align with? Does it make you happy? Does it make you vibrate at that high frequency and all of that stuff? And ultimately for me, what I do now absolutely does, but I would love for you. There's a lot of, and I work with female entrepreneurs predominantly. So there's a lot of women out there that are struggling with this self doubt or lack of self-confidence, you know, when it comes to this mindset, these thoughts, these beliefs, and then ultimately attracting your true desires, what do you believe would be your best tips from, you know, your, your professional standpoint of whether they work with you or don't work with you? What is something that some woman can do today to kind of start shifting herself, best practices, best strategies, but a book. I don't know. What can I, what can I do to um, break reg- free of this? To break free of self-doubt or to establish more self-confidence? Both. Both. Yeah. I mean, I know they're two different things, self-doubt, but they, they correlate a little bit together. Um, so I, most of humanity really hasn't questioned their beliefs in a long time and haven't really questioned what they value. So if you are feeling self-doubtful, if you have, if you're feeling insecure and have a lack of confidence, I might even begin with asking myself, what would make me and only me happy? Is it true that I value this thing that I'm pursuing? Um, Is it true that accomplishing or having this would really excite and please me because I'm, because again, most of us are just copying history rather than kind of making our own history, if you will. Mm. So we just sort of start at the roots of, um, what would I like? What would make me happy? How would I like to see this go and inviting oneself to put a pause on what we might perceive as reality and just sort of pause practicality even, and just allow yourself to be in that sort of inquisitive and also dreamscaping space because it's all those prior conditions of what I should and have to and ought to do that pump the brakes on being able to come into greater alignment and authenticity with oneself. Cause we start, we start, what we want to do is we, immediately sort of want to go into rush into comparing how what I'm thinking and feeling relates to what I've been taught. And what I'm really inviting the individual to do is kind of put what you've been taught 
on pause and on hold, just go put it in a bubble or put then put yourself in a bubble and just genuinely ask those questions. So that would be sort of the root of it. Um, and then as far as for me, it's been important and I have to constantly work on this in regards to self-confidence. And this is somewhat related to what I just said, but to not get into comparing and contrasting either, because then I'm out there instead of in here, um, for anyone who's listening, it's like, Oh, I'm just, you know, it's, I'm referencing the outside world versus inside here in my heart. And whenever I'm thinking about what anyone else, whether it be a caretaker or a parent or just really someone in the world, maybe on social media thinks and feels and will perceive about what is right for me, then I'm not in alignment with what is right, quote unquote, for me. Let's replace that word with, I'm not in alignment with what's accurate for me because it's really not about being right in the way the, perceive, the ego perceives right. It's about being accurate. It's about, it's about being in a straight line. That's what alignment is. I want to be in a straight line. I want to be that puzzle piece that finds its rightful place on the board. I just snap right in. Yes. So so steering away from comparing and contrasting with what other people in your niche are doing or even your friends are doing has been important for me as well. Um, because then it makes me question my dreams and my desires and even my ways of going about things. Now, all this is absolutely not to say that we cannot be available to taking direction and guidance and advice from the people in our life that we genuinely admire and look up to. We just don't want to take on someone else's entire persona because then we're out of alignment. So this isn't about, you know, never <laughs> ask for help or look for guidance or direction. It's just a matter of mm, not doing that more than I consult with myself. And then my last point I would say is to be, as we've talked about, to really care about how you feel because there's no amount of physical work. I believe that one can do to create sustainable and authentic, um, happiness and success. There's no amount of physical work that you can do that will be more powerful than the emotional and the energetic alignment of being authentic, if you will. And so you have to really care about how you feel. The force of that is, I think, underestimated, greatly underestimated. So care about how you feel. A way you can do that, a powerful way you can do that is when you wake up in the morning, I know I'm doing a lot of talking, so just interrupt me. But when you wake up in the morning, um, your energy has been reset, if you will. It's a really beautiful time. When we're sleeping, all momentum stops and our emotional and our physical bodies are returned to a state of well-being. This is why when you first wake up in the morning, like when you first wake up, it's like, everything's really good, right? You almost, you're like, what was I th And then we start going, what was I thinking about yesterday? What's going on in my life? And then we just start running the list. But, as soon, but, but if you can slow down, if one can kind of slow down enough to sort of capture that space, 
and expand upon it. That first waking space where you don't really remember anything else (laughs) that's going on, right? If you can capture that and do what I call the first feel goods. So you want to tune yourself the way you would tune an instrument. A piano that's not tuned is not going to sound good. A guitar that's not tuned is not going to sound good. A violin that's not tuned is going to not going to sound good. We're the same thing. We're, we're vibration. We're more energy than anything else, right? We're pure energy. So tune your instrument. So when you wake up in the morning, go through your first feel goods. Just, it feels so good to be laying in bed. It feels so good to have my head on the pillow. It feels so good to hear the birds outside my window. It feels so good to smell the coffee brewing in the kitchen. It feels invigorating, right? It feels so good to have slept the whole night. I have a four-year-old, so that's getting better and better. I know. I I have a two-year-old. I actually hear her. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So I have a whole new respect for sleeping through the night. Um, But just start there. Just start tuning your vibration to one that feels good, that one that feels uplifted. And if you're available to it, then you can kind of get more specific. It felt really good to get that email yesterday. It felt really good to get that text from my client who was just telling me how much they appreciate the work that we do together. It feels really good that I have that new client coming up this week. It feels really good that I I love that I went for just that 20 minute run yesterday, even when I thought I didn't have the time for it, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Really start the day off on a feeling good foot, if you will, or a feeling good vibe, because that's going to help you feel less doubtful about who you are and what you're creating and what you're thinking and what you're feeling. And because I'll wrap it up. We, live in a universe that's governed by the law of attraction that states that like attracts like, and we get more of what we're focused on. If I, if I really care, if I wake up in the morning and say, nothing's more important than feeling good, what feels good right now, then I've automatically putting myself in alignment with more good people and opportunities and experiences to just easily come my way. Okay. That was a lot. Oh my gosh. No, it's so good. I'm just going to stop for a second. I could go on and on, but no, I do. I do the same thing. I wake up every morning. The first thing I do is I say what I'm thankful and I'm grateful for, and I pray. And it just literally sets the entire rest of my day, the way that I need it to go. Not to say that things don't happen and still life does happen, but it's a great way to start every day. Um, but it does take practice and it's something you have to be intentional about doing, which I think is very important. So, okay. All of this great stuff. And I hate to even go down a negative pathway, but I am curious (laughs) what is one of your most, or what has been one of your most challenging moments throughout your career. And maybe it was, maybe it was a client. We don't have to say names. Maybe it was a time period. Maybe it was a pivotal moment in your career. I would love for you to touch on that and maybe what you did to get through it. Yeah. I think probably leaving my day job to have my own private practice. Um, I'm using a clinical word, but I, I, I work in the psychology coaching kind of energy healing capacity. So it's all three of those, but um, that was very nerve wracking for me and anxiety. I remember like laying on the floor crying, wondering if I was going to be okay. Um, this was many years ago at this point and, and knew, I mean, other things have popped up that, you know, cause angst from time to time. But I think that that was the, the, the most jarring experience in my 
entrepreneurial career because I was going to graduate school, but I had chosen to take a day job. Um, and I went to school at night and I went to school on the weekends cause I went back to school when I was 29 and, um, I kept my day job, uh, for about half the time I was going through school through the end of my master's, the beginning of my doctorate. And, um, I had also launched my coaching business during that time, just hung my shingle out there, so to speak. And so I had the security of a paycheck coming in. So even if it was just a little slow in my coaching business or whatever, I didn't have time to do that thing. You know, I had the security of that paycheck. And when I left my day job, when I finally made a decision to leave my day job, I was just beside myself with just angst and overwhelmed worry. Like, could I do it? Would the money come in? I mean, talk about self-doubt and doubting if, am I going to be okay? Am I going to be okay? And so that was a particularly difficult time for me. Um, how I got through that was, you know, there was a quote from Marie Forleo at the time that was very popular. And she has this quote, um, everything is figure outable. I think she wrote a book. <laughs> yeah, she did. <laughs> I, I know. Exa- I, I know that quote. Yes. Yeah. And I kept reminding myself of that quote. I'm like, everything is figure outable. If I have to go back and get a job, I'll go back and get a job. Um, you know, I had those practical bits that I leaned on, but probably just the emotional and spiritual mantra that I kept coming back to that gave me so much strength was I trust myself to figure it out. I just trust myself to figure it out, whatever it might be. And one of the ways I circumnavigated that doubt was just by consciously going back through time and mentally. And then eventually I physically wrote this list all the ways I had come through for myself, all the times where I thought I wasn't enough. I couldn't do it. Why me? Who am I? I'm too old. It's too late. I don't have the money. I'm not the right gender, whatever it might be. I, I went and, and and I, I wrote this list and like, well, I did do that. And then my dad passed away in 2005. He was an alcoholic at the end of his life. That was a big deal. I survived that. Um, not just survived that, but thrived that. So I went to that list and I could sit back and there was just this tangible evidence of like, what an awesome job I was doing and how capable I was and how possible I was and how I could do anything. And that I knew whatever might happen, I would have my own back at the very least. And so that's some of the that's some of the ways that I got through it at the time. Um, a great core group of girlfriends was really good as well. It was very important. So, um, yes, I could, again, I could go on and on, but I no, I I love that. And I love, I love the list idea of you writing down because you know what, it is so easy to just go through life. You know, there are, there have been so many challenging times that I have shared throughout this podcast, just things that I've gone through in my life that I don't wish anybody to ever experience. And, you, you never forget them, but you kind of just move past them. Right. It's like, I don't want to have to revisit that all the time. So we just kind of put it in the background, but the fact that you brought things up like that to the surface to say, look at what you came through and look at where you're going to go because of it. Like, that's really, I love that tip because 
sometimes it's confronting those things. Like, look, this might've been a really hard time in your life, but look what you did. You got through it. So I, I like that advice. And I hope anybody that's listening is like getting out a notepad and a piece of paper and a pen and, you know, starting to doodle a little few of those things that you guys came through, which is super exciting. Okay. So we're back on a positive light. (laughs) I would love to know a project right now that you're working on that you're super excited about. I'm so excited about this. I love this. This is, um, well, I have, I have a project that I'm actually writing right now. It's called dream accelerator. I need to actually trademark that before. (laughs) Um, so, but, um, but my, my passion project, so I work individually with clients and then I have group, I've had different group programs over the years and my favorite, uh, group program or the one I'm most lit up about right now is called hello joy, hello joy. And actually it starts October 1st. The next round starts October 1st. So I don't know when you're planning on airing this, but, um, it is a six week interactive live group, um, coaching course with me. And we, we talk a lot about what we've been talking about on this, um, podcast, but essentially we learn how to purge anxiety and overwhelm and over worry and over concern and overthinking and all. And we learn how to prioritize and really focus on how to feel good, focusing on how to feel good which thereby opens the door to more easily receiving the abundance and the prosperity that we so desire for ourselves. Because remember, as we've been talking about, feeling good and thinking good is like the double doorway, if you will, like the gates, the golden arches to more easily receiving my dreams and desires. Yes, the partner, the money, the community, the opportunity, the travel, the health, the, it goes on and on. So, and as we were talking about earlier, it's a skill set. It's a skill because you can't just want it. You have to intentionally um, create it for yourself. It, it, otherwise, you're just creating by default. So, Hello Joy teaches us exactly how to do that, how to make living in happiness and feeling good a habit. And that in and all that by itself would be such a blessing, right? Like, Oh, can I just wake up every day and like feel good? Like how bad can my life be if I woke up every day and felt good? Well, it's not going to be bad at all. You're like, (laughs) well, I mean, you know, like what could go wrong? If like, I've learned how to feel good most of the time, how to create that for myself. But so that's like the biggest gift at all. And then, and then like sort of the, the secondary gift blessing of it, if you will, is that I then become a mega magnet for the man, for the money, for the promotion, for the career, for the opportunity, for the blah, 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 blah. So, cause those two things cannot be unhooked. They cannot be unlinked. So hello joy is a six week group course that gives you the fundamentals of how to begin to create that for yourself and practice it for yourself. And it's taught live by me. Oh, that sounds so exciting. Well, I've been teaching it since we, I launched it in 2020. Um, and it's, it's just been a blast. It really has. Well, we'll have to get this out then before October 1st so we can get everybody that's listening to all of this exciting (laughs) stuff. I mean, there's just been so many tangible nuggets throughout this entire recording with you and this conversation. It's been amazing. Um, 
and we've flown through this so quickly, but I want to make sure that if anybody is interested in, you know, opting into this six week program with you or following you and getting these, these tips every day and just really surrounding themselves in your space, where can people hang out? Where can people find Danielle? Where can people just be all consumed with everything that you're doing in your energy? Okay. So Instagram, I am Danielle Dowling over there. Um, I, I'm an old school blogger. I really like to write. It's one of my strengths. It's something that I enjoy so much. If for anyone who has the attention span left (laughs) to read anything, I I launched my business in like 2009 or 10 when like blogging, like everybody blogged. Right. But, um, so if you would come over to my website, it's danielledowling.com. And if you're someone who enjoys reading, I would love for you to just sign up, either read my blog or sign up for my email list, whatever you feel so inspired to do. I also include videos there as well. So if you just don't, if you're not a reader and you want to watch the video, you can watch the video. Um, But that's a wonderful way to just sort of be in my world as well. Um, I have a Facebook group that's called um, uh, Radiant Living as well. And you can join me over there. So you can probably search that in Facebook. Um, I'll put all the links in, yeah, I'll, in I'll the share show notes you. and everything. Mm-hmm. So we have it all. So I would love if you're that. listening and yeah. you just want to tap in, this is your opportunity. All right. We're going to leave it with this. If you could give one, Uno, one single tip. <laughs> I know you're like, you're like me. It's like, I can't. I'm so loquacious. You start twitching because it's like, I can't just give one, you yeah, know? Yeah. Um, if you could give one tip or life lesson to somebody that's listening right now, you gave so many already. So I, I mean, I know it's hard to narrow it down with one, but where would you say start? Start here. Start here. Oh no, I stressed her out. Oh my God. <laughs> too much to say. Um, can I give a mantra? (laughs) No. Mm. How about feeling good feelings plus feeling good thoughts equal manifesting the dreams of your heart? A formula. How about a, a formula for a free, joyous, and expansive life? Okay. Say it again. That's your formula. Feeling good feelings plus feeling good thoughts equal manifesting the dreams and desires of your heart. I'm literally going to end it right there. Hey, hey, friends. Thank you for taking the time to listen to Uno Moss podcast. How can you help support us moving forward? Head on over to Apple iTunes and leave us your review. We love hearing back from you and what you're liking best by listening to this podcast. And if you are wanting to elevate your brand, position yourself successfully in an online space and increase your profits, then head on over to socialsavvyinfluencer.com and see how you can connect and get involved with me even more. I look forward to Uno Mas podcast next week. Mm.